Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Joining me in studio, Rhode Island's new Republican Party chairman, Joe Powers, his first visit to us. Welcome, Joe. Nice to have you. We'll have you back. And I want to get into your biography. I know you're from Cranston. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but first, do you have a candidate for Congress in the 1st District? We are currently talking with a lot of folks. There's a lot of people who are interested in, in kind of milling about. Nobody ready to announce just yet, but we're working on it. You now. mean you have more than one person possibly interested in running? We'll, we'll go uh, one plus, yeah. and, and we'll see where that goes. We're still kind of filtering through, see are who's they, available. Are they Rhode Islanders, or you have to go out of state and, and give all, them a story? They're all Rhode Islanders, okay. all Rhode Islanders. Is this serious, or are they, you know... Just well, toying, but I'll take your phone call. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, of course it's serious. That's why we're actually doing our due diligence yeah. and actually talking to everyone to find out, you know, we want to make sure we have the right quality person to actually do it. Uh, we wouldn't step into it if it wasn't serious. Yeah. Well, you know, that race represents your dilemma. There are 14, 15 Democrats running. They're going to fight over each other. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a studio big enough to do debates. We have to split them up. And you can't get one. To yeah. seriously commit. Why is that? What's the matter with the first district of Republicans? What well, is it? it's been it's been under rule for Democrats for a very long period of time. I mean, everybody understands, you know, how this was actually designed and where it was going. Um, in Rhode Island, in and of itself, has been under Democrat rule for a very long okay. period of time as well. Basically, a one one party system. Um, it's going to take. It's there's no doubt that it's going to be an uphill battle. Um, we, that's why we're going to make sure that we bring in the absolute right person. Um, and on the other side, if they got yeah. so many people available to them, is because they know what the opportunity is. And uh, it's going to be interesting to kind of watch them. Well, you had a Republican in there years ago. Ron mm. Makeley was the congressman. Yeah. And occasionally, Rhode Islanders would, will put Republicans in. Yeah. Uh, you concerned with the minority makeup of that district? Do you think that's, uh, the Latinos have got it locked up? You've got several Latino candidates. What is it about that district that you can't get anybody? You know, it's um, that's part of the research that we're doing right now. And it is definitely going to be what I mean by quality candidate. It's got to be the right person that's going to fit the mold, not only for the right messaging on what's going to be well, do well for Rhode Island, but also somebody who's going to well represent the actual population that's in the area. That's why we're actually doing our phone calls and having our conversations. All right, well, listen, the Latinos are family, family oriented. Sure they are. fill the churches. Yeah. Uh, they are pro-life. So are you communicating the message that you have to sell well enough to the Latino voting base in that district? Right now, I don't think you are. Yeah, well, and, and I have to agree with you. I mean, it's, there, there's no doubt that the messaging that we have, the message that we've put out over the last few years um, has been dictated by other people other than Republicans, which is why we have decided as a party we're going to take control of that message. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of diversity inside the Republican Party that people aren't aware of. Um, this is where we're going to start capitalizing on. We're going to start bringing more people in. We're going to actually start focusing more on people of different ethnicities and, and show exactly mm -hmm. who we are just so people know. No, we're not just that, you know, the, the party of the old white man sort of thing. It's going to be more of a diverse group of people. We're going to start showing and showcasing every, all the parts that we have available to us. Well, you have to learn to play the game better than the Democrats. They're yeah. very good at early voting and they're very good at mail-in ballots. Yeah. You know, you've had some bright spots. No wins mm -hmm. lately that we could telegraph, but some bright spots. Alan Fung mm -hmm. uh, beat Seth Magaziner day of voting. Day of. Uh, Aaron Gukian beat 
Sabina Matos, day of voting. Yeah. Uh, but, the, but they got beaten weeks before with early voting and mail-in ballots. This is your predecessor, Susie Yankee, talking about this with me a couple of months ago after the losses. Let's play that and listen. Republicans like to vote uh, on Election Day. They like to go in. They like the community atmosphere. I particularly love voting on Election Day. I like going in. I like showing my ID. Do they like losing? No, they don't like losing. But you're talking about uh, Democrats like to vote by mail. But so hold, they vote hold, hold, by mail. This is, this is the game has changed. The, they, These the game are the has new changed. Rules. Right. These are the new rules. And we have started working on a mail ballot operation. But I'm telling you, Republicans do not like to vote by mail okay. in this state. Um, other states, in Utah, it is a red state. They do an all mail ballot right. operation. They've done it. It's, it's trying to change the culture and saying this is an option. That, uh, the other fellow is uh, Joe McNamara, the Democratic Party chair, yeah. cruising through the interview. Yeah. Go ahead, keep talking, Sue. <laughs> <Yeah. You know. laughs> Well, you heard it, that Republicans like to vote day of. You've got to change that or you're, going to, you're never going to win again. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no doubt that the, the, the way that the election is actually uh, designed right now, um, the Democrats have put together a pretty big juggernaut of a machine. Um, the way that I like to see it is it's got to be policy jujitsu on, on our part. What the policy is right now, we just have to get better at what it is that they're doing. These are the tools that are available to us. We have to be able to use these tools, which is what our part of our messaging, part of our growth is going to be, is taking hold of what it is. Now, changing that with the folks in the Republican Party about coming out and voting, showing them what it will actually do for us. Because there's, yeah. there's no, you can't deny the fact that you can't change the policy if you keep coming in second. You said it yourself. I mean, do you enjoy losing? No, nobody enjoys losing. But if you want to change the policy, you have to use the policy in order to get yourself in the position of power to change the policy, to bring it back to what we used to have, yeah. which was day of voting, make it a day, you know what, make it a holiday. Make it the day after so that nobody has to work and people can come in whenever they want. All right, but okay, that may be out there, but right now yeah. you've got to work to senior citizen buildings. You know, you know the game. Oh, yeah. You know how they play. Yeah. They, they're very, very good at it. They've got to sweep. Mm. Look, you, your party, and by the way, this is not a beat up Joe. Mm. Although I guess you expect some of it. Right? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Your party couldn't even feel the candidate for governor. You had to go out of state. Yeah. And somebody sold Ashley Kayla some storyboard to get her to spend $5 million. You couldn't get a candidate for governor. Uh, it's like on and on. So go ahead. Here it is. It's yours. Uh, job one is what? Job one. Um, Specifics. What do we do? Very simply, we got to build the foundation. Too many times that we're actually looking at trying to, you said it yourself earlier in regards to uh, our off-camera conversation is what I do in my background as yeah. far as uh, construction is concerned. And people see these things on television, they think it's going to be easy, they're going to get it done simple, and they think they can walk in and shine up a kitchen and they're going to be able to sell it. It's not the truth. What I do is, when I'm doing my buildings, is I work from the foundation up, and that's what we need to start with. we got to get a foundational uh, program put together, a foundational system that's going to allow us to build and make this, this business that we have as a political party a little bit more palpable. It's got to be more solid of a foundation. The reason why people aren't stepping up, there could be a myriad of different reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, one in particular is because it's been a one-party system the entire time for the last 80, 90 years. We are going to get ourselves to the point where we're going to show people and prove to people that it just makes sense mm -hmm. to be a Republican in the state of Rhode Island. That is what our focus is going to be. Right. Everything that we're going to be messaging and everything we're going to be putting out, we're going to have people starting to come out even more to actually want to work with us. In fairness to you, you need a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, you need more people. Uh, look, the, the deck right now is stacked against you. Let's give a Democrat uh, Party Chair Joe McNamara the last word before we go to a break, <laughs> because he was here too, and right now he's on the right side. Go ahead and play, and play him. 
and we've got to get our message out better. Hey, you know, you're voting against your interests. These are people that closed your schools for two years, that had your kids masked, that the crime rate is high up in Providence. You know, is it really, you know, where's your jobs? Where's the economy? Go ahead, Joe, get back Jay, in. Go Jay, ahead. Let's, let's talk about, uh, as my late mother used to say, God bless his soul, action speaks louder than words. The fact of the matter is, we gained seats in this particular election. The House Minority Caucus went from 10 to 9. So we were victorious there. All right. Well, look, he knows the game. He knows how to play it. More when we come back with the new Republican Party chair, the hope for the Republican Party, Joe Power. Stay with us. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Let's continue with Joe Powers. He's the new Republican Party chair in Rhode Island. Here's a little, here's a little prickly question. Where do you stand with Donald Trump? <laughs> well, um, I don't think it really matters at this point right now because uh, there's going to be other candidates that are going to be stepping up and we're going to take a look to see what will be the best option yeah. for the state of Rhode Island moving forward. Uh, as far as Donald Trump and what he's got going on uh, in his own personal life, um, that's between him and his attorneys and and that's uh, his battle that he's going to be fighting. He is leading all the other Republicans, though. Yeah. He could be your presidential nominee. So where do you stand with him? He could. It's a fair question. You're the party chair. Where do you stand with Donald so Trump? So my personal, my personal thoughts on it, uh, it's, it doesn't really weigh into it. That's where I know I can separate where I am as far as what yeah. the party needs. And the party needs are going to be what it's based on uh, for Rhode Island and what we think the best options are going to be for the state of Rhode Island. When we get to that bridge, we'll cross it then. Um, and I think that's going to be, obviously, it's going to be part of a very deep conversation. We have other things that we're working on now, CD1 mm -hmm. in particular, and then, you know, getting everything ready to go for uh, 2024 in the, in the state GA. Okay, speaking of CD1, you know, uh, in, in uh, parts of Rhode Island, there are Democrats yeah. who think like Republicans. Yeah. Uh, you even had some Democrat mayors who came out and said, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Mm. Uh, and uh, in parts of Johnston and North Providence, not necessarily a, a CD1, but there are pockets of people who like Republicans, but they still have a D sure. next to their name. What do you think about? What do you think of that? So what happened in North Providence and Johnson that Donald Trump did very well there? Well, I'll tell you what, and I think it was the policies that he had put forth on what it is, how he wanted to go about it. Uh, I'm a businessman, just like uh, Donald Trump. I'm not like Donald Trump. Um, but my point being is I think the way he thinks as far as a business is concerned. I'm intrigued by what a businessman can bring to politics um, because, let's be honest, a political party and the political structure is much like a business. And if you don't treat it like a business as such and if you do everything on emotion, uh, you're not going to get very far, and you end up getting silly policies put into place, and then 
people get hurt from that. Um, why he why he won? He intrigued a lot of people, mm -hmm. myself included. What he could bring to the party, what he could bring to the table, to actually build and, and put structure in place that's going to help us in the future. But the point I, the point I'm making is that you have Democrats who will yeah. vote for Donald Trump. You've got online they call them Kennedy slash Roosevelt sure, yeah. Democrats, and they went for Donald Trump. And you have politicians. Uh, name politicians who mm. act and behave more like a Republican but can't bring themselves to call them a Republican because they feel they'll never win a race in Rhode Island. So okay. is the brand, the party, damaged goods? Can you separate that from your ideology and not point to wins? You've got people who vote for, you've got Democrats who vote for a Republican, but something with that party. Yeah. You can't get them to sign up. So I think, I mean, you said it best as far as them behaving like a Republican, but utilizing the Democrat uh, platform to yeah. actually run for the state uh, and state of Rhode Island. That comes back to the message that we've been putting out and what people are hearing about what, the, what Republicans are. Democrats have done better at putting out a message about who the Republicans are than the Republicans have been putting mm -hmm. out a message about who they are. And that needs to change. We need to show people. There is quite a few who call themselves a conservative Democrat. I ran against one in Cranston for Senate last year. Um, I lost. However, you know, based on what he was putting forward and what I put forward, um, I did a five-month campaign. I went from 0% to 42 43% recognition um, in getting in there. Right. So it was a pretty good showing. And a, a good number of our uh, Republicans who ran last year all ended up in the 40 percentile. The way that we look at it is our messaging had started then. Even though they didn't get the seat, we created a foundation. Now we're not targeting 51% of the vote. Now we're targeting 10%. Now we're targeting 7%. We've already obtained the folks, the foundation that we need. Now it's time to change up the messaging so we can get that extra 10, 15% to actually mm -hmm. sway this way to make people realize, like I said earlier, it just makes sense to be a Republican in the state of Rhode Island. Well, Even Democrats are telling you that too. Well, if you're going to be practical, uh, yeah. the governor's race is gone. Yeah. Okay, that's gone. CD1 is coming up fast, and I'm right curious. now it doesn't sound like you got somebody, so that could be gone too. Let's 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 talk Frank here. Yeah. Uh, local races, uh, look, council races, mayoral races, state rep, state senate. Is that where you start to begin to rebuild? Yeah. So our focus is Rhode Island in and of itself, as far as the. Uh, the GA is concerned. Um, we're not taking our eye off of CD1. Just because people are telling us that we don't have somebody set mm -hmm. up just yet doesn't mean that we don't. We're having the conversations. I'm just not that person who's going to throw people's names out there for a particular reason. We're going to make sure that we have the right people in place. But rest assured, we are talking. Matter of fact, we just had a conversation this morning with somebody who is very interested in doing this thing. And we're laying out the parameters of how we're going to be moving forward. We've had other people step up and give us a call. Aaron Gookie and I had actually had expressed some interest in doing it and right. he'd since moved on to other things which you know I think that's great for him yeah. um, but we're working on it right now all of that is part of our conversation CD1 just happens to be the first part of the conversation that we're having but before we get to that we are getting ready to announce our committees that we have and okay. all of the people that we're putting in place that's the foundation we work on then we start spreading out we get some very exciting things that are going to be happening with the party that's going to help us identify those candidates how willing are you to get in the mud <laughs> and, and really fight. For example, CD1, you may, not, you may, you may, you may or may not feel the candidate. Okay. Mm. But there's going to be 15 Democrats. Sure. And you've got far, far left progressives, and then you've got a moderate, mm. and you might even have somebody just slightly 
to the right of center, but a Democrat, mm. to a Democrat. Are you willing to get involved in that and pick a winner, at least on, on the Democrats who might be more palatable to you? Are you going to say something as that race progresses? How, how willing are you to get involved in this nasty business that we call politics? <laughs> well, I don't have a choice but to get involved now. With regard My to hand what, I'm, what I'm talking about, I know you're in. Yeah. I know that, but tell me. As far as picking a Democrat yeah. as if the you, winner? If you, can't, if you can't feel the Republican, would you say, well, all right, well, throw your support to this particular person over here? Well, are you willing to go after Sabina Matos? Are you willing to go after Aaron Regenberg? We're going to do whatever it takes to what's going to, we're going to do whatever it takes that's going to best have best interest for the state of Rhode Island and the Republican Party. That's what we're going to do. Am I afraid to get dirty? Am I afraid to get muddy? I'm one of seven kids. I grew up in an industry of, of a life in Irish family where that's what we did. Can I hold my own? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can hold my own. Um, but when it comes to doing what's best, that's where we have to make sure that we have our, uh, we've got our thinking right. caps on. We don't allow emotion to take over for us. We gotta be smart about the moves that we meet. We have to be strategic, plan, and then move forward. And if part of that means that we have to make a more of a concerted effort by right. going around and telling everybody somebody may be extreme, which seems to be the, the common phraseology coming from the Democrats, right. um, then yeah, then that's the process that we take. It's not saying that we will, but if we have to, we're not afraid to. And when I say dirty, let me retract that word, because okay. dirty has a connotation of cheating. and, and <laughs> uh, You know what I mean. You'll, you don't mind getting in the mud. Not if you got to play, if that's where we're playing, you don't mind getting in there. Yep. you got to do the work. You got if, if you're going to sit here and talk about building foundations, yeah. you got to do the digging first. And we're not afraid to get dirty and build that right foundation. I've only got about 30 seconds left. Uh, you come from a family of seven. You're a Cranston Two. man. Yes, sir. Uh, you have children. You're married with four. Did you say four children? Four children. Right. And you're in the real estate slash development investing business. Correct. Right. Yeah. And so do you build homes? Do you build houses? Do you build buildings? And just again, about 30 seconds. Well, in the contracting side of things, it started with me uh, buying, selling, and investing in properties and then creating a general contracting uh, business where I actually do some renovations on properties. Buying, selling, and developing is something that's a little bit beyond what I do, but it's primarily redevelopment type things on properties and houses, and then I help right. people with reconstruction. Have you always been a Republican? Uh, Have you ever voted Democrat? I will say at heart, yes. I've been a registered Republican since the 90s. Uh, I started voting in the 80s or yeah, something along okay. those lines. Um, I can remember being younger. I'm Irish, Catholic, John okay. F. Kennedy was hung on our wall, so. All right, <laughs> I got it. Hey, thanks for coming in. Thank you. We'll pick it up uh, as you continue. That's 10 News Conference.